podcast. This is your host, Madeline Moon. And today I am bringing to you an episode on coaching, business, dreams, creativity, and a bit on my story as well. I've done a podcast, done quite a few podcasts actually, about building businesses and going after your dreams, but it's been a while, probably at least a year. So I'm going to go back into my journey, my story, and how I've gotten to where I am today with a six-figure business and hundreds of clients that I've coached and uh, a continuing hunger and thirst for working with exceptional people who I look up to and who I want to be like because I realize that not everyone has worked with a coach before. A lot of people have not worked with a coach before. A lot of people have not invested thousands of dollars in their mindset and their growth and their dreams and their business. And this is a really important reminder, no matter where you are in life. So I don't want you to listen to this podcast and think I'm talking to a specific person who's been there, done that, or I'm talking to someone who wants to build a business, or I'm talking to any particular person. I'm talking to you. No matter where you are, you have dreams, you have desires, you have relationships, friends, you have a body. If you have a body and you have a heartbeat, this podcast episode is for you. And I want you to listen with um, curiosity rather than comparisons and ease and slowness rather than got to get there. If, if you're even interested in taking a path similar to what I've taken, instead of letting that ego get the best of you and take front and center as you listen to this, let that take a seat in the back and instead listen with curiosity and um, if you're familiar with Lacey Phillips at all, she is um, a speaker around manifestation. And one of the things she talks about is finding expanders in life. Expanders are people who might trigger you because they make money, they have businesses, they're really doing the thing you want to do. But she wants you to reframe it instead of seeing them as a trigger to instead see them as an expander, meaning you see them and their success and you get inspired by it. And actually, that person then becomes someone in your in your inspiration manifestation bank, in your mindset where you go, well, if they've done it, I can do it too. So if you listen to this episode and you want to have a path that's similar to mine, I encourage you to listen to my story with ease and softness and use it as a tool to expand what can be possible for you rather than compare your journey to mine. For all I know, you might even be way ahead of me in your dreams and you're listening to this episode just as a refresher. And in that case, awesome. That's great. Wherever you are is absolutely perfect. And before we go there, here's the review of the week. This comes from Martina Bina and she has five stars and says real and genuine. 
Great podcast. So many things to explore and learn from an enlightened place. I only recently found it through Instagram and thought it might not be relatable to me as a mother of two, but she is so inclusive and supportive. I especially loved her recent interview with Brittany Joy. Such good stuff. Ah, thank you so much. That episode with Brittany Joy was all about being a mother, and I do aim to be inclusive, so thank you for sharing that sweet um, acknowledgement there about being inclusive. That means so much to me. Please leave a review on the show. If you have not yet, go head on over, especially if it's a five-star review, and let us know what you think about the podcast. And as always, send an episode to a friend, one that's really supported you and encouraged you maybe if you have a friend who wants to build a business or have a coach or wants to create some dreams be an actress be a painter sell their their crafts on Etsy whatever it is whatever you want to do this episode is going to help you is going to serve you and realizing that your dreams can be a reality so let's get started all right a few little things about my own journey because maybe you think I just came out of the womb this way, and I certainly did not. Let's go all the way back to college. I went to the University of Arkansas for two years, and I was an English major, and then I transferred over to UT in Austin and finished my English degree. And from day one of being a graduate, after getting my UT certification, my bachelor's, the very next day, what did I do? I told my dad, all right, I've graduated, now I want to have my own business, which did not settle his nervous system because, of course, he just paid for a college education and he expected me to go use it. And instead, I said, all right, I graduated and I want to be a fitness competitor and I want to get paid for it and I want to be a health coach and now what? And so day one... Literally, because I remember it was the very next morning I go, all right, I've graduated now. How do I start a business? (laughs) Which was not what we had been planning for. We had been planning for me to be an English major to what, go write or get some kind of magazine job. And then all of a sudden I just woke up and it was clear as day I needed to build a business. Now, keep in mind, at the time I was a fitness competitor, very far from where I am today, but that's what I was doing. And I wanted to be a health coach. And so I found a mentor, like the very next day I found a mentor and he led me astray. I'm going to be quite blunt about that. He was very, very dogmatic in his approaches. And, um, I mean, he took me into like this mirrored wall to wall room, pinching at my body fat, circling places, just a nightmare pretty much, showing me what I needed to change and transform in order to be the best fitness coach and fitness model that money could buy. And I ate it all up because I wanted to have a teacher, I wanted to have a coach, and he was going to help me to get clients and create programs. So I drank the Kool-Aid. I didn't drink the Kool-Aid for long though. I quickly realized that this person was leading me far, far astray and was not the kind of coach, teacher, fitness person that I wanted to be. So I I finished out that bodybuilding show, quickly realized, you, you can hear episodes all about the bodybuilding side of my life all the way back to episode number one of the podcast. So go all the way back there if you want to hear more about this. But that's not the point of this episode. I'm talking about teachers and coaches primarily non-fitness coaches, but we'll get there. So I finished out that bodybuilding competition and I realized, okay, 
I need to heal my heart. I need to heal my body. I need to get away from this reputation I have created for myself of being a fitness model. So I picked up and I moved and I moved to Colorado. Didn't tell a single soul. I moved within 48 hours of having the idea. Moved to Colorado where I started my podcast nearly six years ago now and got a job working at the Institute for Psychology of Eating so long ago. And I found someone named Matt Stone, who became one of my first official real mentors. Matt Stone wrote a book called Eat for Heat and Diet Recovery, and he really, really helped me with everything in my life. He helped me with eating more food, healing from my eating disorder. I mean, I remember when I first discovered him, I emailed him, and he emailed me right back that night with just like paragraphs on paragraphs of I hear you. Here's what we can do. Here's how you can help with your body image. And like, this is a better plan. Start eating a lot more carbs, blah, blah, blah. And then eventually he took me into deeper levels in regards to building a business and encouraged me, create a program, Madeline, write a book, Madeline. I'll help you publish it, Madeline. Like just so helped me. Like he really saw things that I could not see in myself. He told me to create a book documenting my disordered eating journey and my healing journey and giving people tools and insights on how to heal their self-love and their body image. And I did exactly that because he believed in me so much. And this journey went on for a while with him, really him serving me in my life. He gave me a part-time job making videos for him as I transitioned out of my nine to five. Again, this was about, mm, I would say about five years ago six years ago, actually. So I, I stopped working at the Institute for Psychology of Eating and I got another job. This was the nine to five job I was just referring to. I worked at a plant-based protein company because I was learning social media skills and working with some really, really intelligent uh, investors and people who have been there, done that with creating businesses. This was all in Boulder, Colorado. They I, I got this job because I knew even though I was not being paid much, I was learning really invaluable skills that would come in handy if I ever wanted to run my own business again. So I got this job. I did their social media. I learned how to reach out to people online and to start conversations, send them protein bags, get on their blog, do the reviews, and be in this startup company while also being mentored by Matt Stone still. So I had this nine to five. I was learning about social media and about networking and creating connections with people. I had a boss, so I was learning how to meet deadlines, going home at night and recording on my podcast and doing interviews and emailing with Matt Stone. How do I write this book? What do I do need to do next? So I had a coach at the time. He gave me a lot of direction. I also had a nine to five. I came home after work to work on my podcast and to work on my website and my blog. And around this time, my website and blog was all about healing from disordered eating and body image. So I had made that transition uh, during my move from where I lived before in Austin to Boulder. I made that transition simultaneously from being a fitness coach to being a disordered eating and body image coach. So a lot was happening here. I had a job that was expecting me to do my part and to show up uh, early and to work really hard. And then I also went home and worked on my business and my podcast. And I created a course at that time, created a course all about healing from body, uh, body shame. And I, I think I called it body love. It was like a four week, very easy course, but it was something and it was not great quality. 
Some of you have been following me since then. Some of you who listen to this today might even have done the body love course. That was a long time ago. It was not great quality, but it was something. And people wanted it. Even if it wasn't the best, there was someone out there who wanted that course, wanted my knowledge. And I'm so glad that I did it and I didn't spend all this time perfecting it because at least I got something out there that people could absorb and take in. So we're going to speed things up just a little bit. During that job, when I was reaching out to people, seeing if they wanted to have a bag of, have receive a free bag of this protein powder in exchange for a review. I found this one woman who I reached out to, to send a bag to. And I also, looking at her stuff on her website, I also was very curious if she wanted to come on my podcast. So in this email, coming from this plant-based company, I was like, hi, I work for this company. I want to send you a bag of our protein powder. Let me know if you're interested in doing a review for it. Love, Madeline. P.S. As a side, I have my own business. It's called Maddie Moon LLC, and I'd love to have you on my podcast. So this woman went over to go look at my my website. She was more interested in my website than she was in the protein. In fact, I think she was like, I don't really do the protein thing, but hey, you, you've got a business. Tell me more about it. So she got very curious, and I'll... I think I might have taken it over to my personal email or I might have just continued to write about this on that email. I don't really remember. But I started talking to her about my business saying, oh yeah, it's going good. I've got a program. I've written a short book that I use for marketing purposes and um, I coach people here and there, but mostly for free. And she got really curious about that. Why are you coaching people for free? Let's hop on a call and talk about it. So this woman set aside two hours to coach me for free around my fear and resistance on charging people for my gift. We had a really beautiful deep dive, two-hour call. She told me her fees. It was more than I had ever heard in my life, more than I had ever paid for in my life. Um, and I think I just gulped when she told me what her prices were. I just was like, oh my gosh, how could I ever pay that? And she let me sit in my discomfort because I was learning something from being triggered by her coaching fee. And then she coached me on ways I could create that money. She very simply just drew this chart of, okay, you want to pay for me as a coach to help you be a better coach, right? Well, here's what you need to do. Go create three clients. It's like I hadn't even thought about finally charging people for my gifts in order to afford her. And she was one of the second people in my life to really believe in me. My, my parents believe in me, that's a given, but they also were so concerned with safety and me being taken care of that they weren't gonna be the ones to encourage going out in crazy limbs to create my own business. They kind of wanted me to use the degree and rightly so. So there was Matt Stone, and then there was this woman who really believed in me. And after that call with her, I was so on fire that guess what I did? I went into work maybe the next month, one day. It was a a Tuesday. And around 2 p.m., I emailed my boss and said I needed to have a meeting that day. And you know what I did? I quit. That's right. I quit. I quit. And I felt ready. So that's a big key here. I felt ready. I really felt ready. I was working with the other mentor still, 
and he gave me that part-time job, which was about a thousand a month to create videos for him. So that $1,000 covered my rent at the time, which is crazy now, like a thousand dollars covering rent in Boulder. I had a good deal. So that covered my rent and all I needed to do from there was to begin creating clients who wanted my wisdom on healing body image, maybe even two a month. Having two month-long clients could take care of everything else that I needed, all my other expenses. Even if I wasn't charging that much, took care of my groceries, took care of my utilities, took care of the gas that I needed, maybe a, maybe a couple trips to the movies, whatever it was that I, I really needed, my expenses were covered. So I found that part-time job with Matt as my mentor, and then there was still a fire underneath my butt to go out and create these clients. So guess what I did? I, to get my feet wet, decided to coach 20 people for free. By this time, I had my podcast, I had my website, people knew who I was, I was on Instagram, and that... I think I those those 20 spots were filled up within 24 hours. Now, again, these are people who signed up because it was for free. So I wasn't doing it because I was hoping to get a client out of it. I was doing it to get myself really comfortable with coaching a different range of women, different range of people, get different flavors. And I got things all across the board. Some people hopped on the call and they just wanted to gossip. I had some people that were eating while I was coaching them. I had some people whose kids came in and they didn't uh, set aside quiet time. But at the same time, as a coach at that time, I didn't know really what I was doing. So I didn't know how to hold the container and set standards. I didn't know how to tell them, all right, find a quiet space. Make sure that the kids are taken care of. Do not be eating. Have your journal. Do a homework assignment. Like I didn't know all these things of really holding the masculine container. I was in my feminine, but that's okay because this was five or six years ago when I was really just getting started. At least I was doing something rather than waiting for it to be perfect. And you know what? I know I served people. In those 20 calls, I know I served some people who needed exactly that, who didn't need the perfect masculine container. What they probably needed was a feminine container or just my energy. They needed that. They wanted that. And that's what I gave them. And I trust that. I trust that when things are not perfect, that's how it's meant to be. And that's okay. So going back into that time, I I felt really comfortable after the 20 sessions. It was a lot. I did it all within a week. And then after that, I said, all right, time to start charging. So I started with three months at 1200 Three months at 1200 hour-long calls. I think I did every other week an unlimited email coaching. And as time went on, I started to work with other teachers. I started to work with other coaches. I started to do more programs and courses and spending money and investing and going to retreats. I remember at the time, there was another teacher who I really loved, and he, he knew I was a fan of his work, and he emailed me one day and said, hey, I'm hosting a retreat in a month. It's 1200 it's two days, no accommodation, no food. Are you in? And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know. But I really feel like my, my body is saying yes. My body was so loudly saying, yes, Madeline, you need to do this. Yes. So I told him, can I pay half? And then just pay the other half as time gets closer. And he was like, sure, that works. And this was a lot for me, 1200 for two days, no accommodation. That meant flights I needed to buy, food, a hotel, and this fee. 
And I wasn't making that much money quite yet. I was still making the grand from Matt. And then I was making here and there some some money from coaching. Didn't really know how to pay taxes quite yet. Didn't really know how to do bookkeeping. I was still a little bit all over the place. My business wasn't even quite official yet. I didn't have the LLC on there yet. I was just getting started. So this was scary to me. Pay $1,200 for a retreat that's just... It's not even about business. It's just about me as a woman. Can I do this? And my body was like, yes, you need to go. So I listened and I said yes. And I paid six, sorry, $600 as the half deposit. And the very next day, I had a woman reach out and say, hey, I see that you're coaching people. Can we have a call? And I said yes. We had an intro call and she signed up. And guess how much it was? the 1200 for three months of coaching, exactly what that retreat was paid for. And that exact example is what's happened time and time again when I've listened to my body saying yes to opportunities. When I have felt an internal yes and I've taken a leap, the universe has rewarded me. I'm not saying or promising this happens for everyone because I don't know your state of affairs in your life. I don't know these things. And There is some sort of energetic door that opens whenever you say yes to letting your your currency move. Uh, My current coach had just told me this beautiful thing saying that currency is the root word current. Current. It's like just like the feminine. It's moving. It's flowing. It's supposed to be moving. It's supposed to be a cycle and a flow. And when you stop that flow, it stops coming in energetically when you clamp on your money you're clamping on that energetic door that needs to open that energetic river that needs to flow to let money out and let money come back in one of my previous boyfriends would always say money is like germs you just wash it off and it comes right back you wash it off it comes right back and that's been one of my favorite things to remember since he told me that years ago and it's It's actually really helped me just to always remember that the germs will come right back onto my hands. I'll wash my hands and then they'll come right back. And that's exactly what's happened. As long as I consistently keep moving, that's what the missing part in manifestation is, is that it's not just about you sitting and manifesting by closing your eyes and thinking about something, but actually making that book, writing that book making that course, making that course that's not perfect, starting that podcast, letting people know that you are a coach, saying it out loud, telling people when you meet them, saying it on your Instagram, writing it in posts. You also have to do your work. You have to meet the universe halfway. Sometimes spending money is meeting the universe halfway. Sometimes saying your fees out loud as you're taking a walk is meeting the universe halfway. Or raising your fees a little bit is meeting the universe halfway. So going back into my journey, I then started to coach people. And and we're going to skip a lot of time here. So let's just say four years later, um, I've been working with lots of coaches, investing a lot of money in my website and my business, taking chances, making, making courses that were a quote failure. Uh, I started something called the Freedom Lounge a while ago, which was a... Um, monthly membership. This was a few years ago and it went for about three months. I worked really hard on building it, went about three months and I realized I didn't really love it. Even though I made money from it and people signed up for it, it wasn't my favorite thing so I stopped doing it. I created another course at the time when I did identify as Christian called Scripture, Food and Healing 
And it was a program. It was a six-week, um, basically a devotional program, healing eating disorders through using scripture. It was really powerful, too. It was very powerful. I didn't charge too much for it, but I worked really hard. I learned how to code so I could code that entire sales page, and I launched the program, and lots of people signed up. And then after the second launch, it was done. So I had the Body Love program I've created, Scripture, Food, and Healing, the femi- uh, the Freedom Lounge, and then I got into retreats. And then I created retreats. And so that's that's been something that's been one of my most favorite things besides coaching is the retreats. And you know why I finally decided to do retreats? Because I had been thinking about it years before I ever finally announced the dates. And then I hired a coach. I hired a coach for only one month because his monthly fee, I believe, was 5000 And at the time, I could not fathom creating that amount so he lowered it a bit for me he lowered it to 2000 for that month we had four calls for 2000 and in our first call he said madeline you've been talking about hosting retreats for a year now it's time you fucking did it put the dates out there today email a few people who who have mentioned to you that they want to come today and let's do this and because of the fact that i put down two thousand dollars in that goal you better believe I did it. You see, coaching isn't just about what does the coach do. And it's certainly not about what do you get. Because I could have get I could have gotten all hung up on, oh, it's only four calls for two thousand dollars. All I'm getting is sixty minutes each time and this and this and this. Or I could have said, All right, I'm paying two thousand dollars to create this specific dream of starting a retreat to doing a retreat. And that right there, me putting down $2,000 ultimately is why I'm where I'm at today with my, what, seven or nine retreats under my belt. It's all because of me making that initial investment in my dreams. It's not even what he did as a coach. It's really me putting down the money. Because when you put down money, you say, all right, my dreams are going to be taken seriously. It's really a way you are telling yourself you're finally going to take it seriously. And can you do that without investing money? Sure. But money is a powerful motivator. It really is. And that's why our coaches, if anyone, should be paid well. It is the coaches of the world because they're the ones, they're the, they're the vehicle. They're the reason people are taking their dreams seriously. When and if you pay me money to be your coach... You are paying yourself, basically. You are telling yourself, all right, my dreams are going to be taken seriously. What you get from me or what I do matters, but it doesn't matter and it's not as influential as simply you saying, finally, I'm going to take this book seriously that I'm going to write or this course or my dreams to be a coach. I had someone work with me for six months who ultimately wanted to move to Spain. She paid me as a way to get herself to take herself seriously to move to Spain. And she did it. Six months in, moved to Spain. And I've had lots of examples like this. I worked with a woman who was really chained to her work and she was a social worker and always picking up extra shifts and doing the extra work because she also had a fear that if she didn't, she would be seen as lazy because she was praised as a child for 
being the hardest worker and for supporting herself. And so her subconscious programming was all about supporting herself, doing all the work, going the extra mile. And she was driving herself into the ground. And through our time together, she ended up realizing she needed a sabbatical from work. She got leave. She got a health leave. They let her leave for her mental health so she could just calm down and relax and rest. And she did that. And she also, during that time of taking time away, realized that she wanted to she wanted to go travel. And guess what she's doing? That. Now she's doing that. She's traveling. She has a relationship. She's not living that lifestyle at all anymore, all because she invested that money. She did that. I was the vehicle for that. I was the reason and the catalyst. It, but her putting down that money was saying, I'm taking this very seriously. I've had other women come to me to start their businesses. I had a woman that came to me working at a marketing company and wanting to create her own marketing company for spiritual teachers, wanting to help spiritual teachers learn how to market better. And throughout her time, she got her business created and started and got her first two clients. And she also realized during this time that she actually really enjoys her current job too. So she has both. She started with wanting to leave her job and go into this job, but then she ended up realizing, oh, I actually really love my job. And that was definitely worth the money to realize that she doesn't have to get out of her job. She doesn't have to hurry and create a new thing. She actually could really just love her career and create a new business at the same time with no rush. And that was huge for her. That was so healing. I'm currently working with a 20-year-old. 20-year-old that just wants to learn how to be embodied and feel sensual and laugh and really feel the joy and cry and really feel the beautiful tragedy of it. Whatever it is, just really feel. Even in her initial application, it was all about, I want to feel all the emotions and I kind of want to feel them extremely. I want to really, really feel it throughout my whole body. At 20 years old, this wise woman realized that's what she wanted, which I think is so incredibly mature. And that's what she's doing. Um, she's, she's been so present to all of our feminine embodiment work and in it. And her journal entries have just completely changed about how now it's so embodied and so delicious and sensual. And she feels so connected to mother earth and her heart and others. And her tears are really rich with all the emotion. And so is her laughter. I've helped a mother learn how to reclaim her body as a sexual being because as a mother there's a big transition that happens going from maiden to the mother archetype there's a grieving process of who you were and then a welcoming process of who you are now and her body her her body wasn't something she saw as sexual anymore because what she was so used to seeing was the maiden and there was almost this guilt feeling about seeing herself as sexual now that she had a son that was watching her and our journey together was about her reclaiming her body, her reclaiming her sexuality and redefining her sexuality as something new. So I've worked with sound healers. I've worked with mothers. I've worked with marketers and financial advisors and lawyers and doctors and nurses and people who want to just move from their marketing job and live in a van and travel the world or people who want to move across the country to a different country everything, you name it, I've worked with it. does not matter necessarily what the specific goal is. It matters that you believe you are worth making it happen. So over this time, I have worked with 
some of the wisest teachers, some of the wisest healers and speakers around the feminine and masculine and building businesses. I've done retreats. I've invested in courses. I've invested in my own courses I've created that have flopped, right? But that, going all the way back to the retreat thing, the, the me investing that money with that one teacher and coach for me to create retreats has then set off the past three years of me building retreats. And in those retreats, oftentimes those retreaters become clients. They become one-on-one clients. So it all compiles to adds up to where you are today. And one of the things my current coaches, my current coach has told me and has stuck with me time after time is that when we're about to make a change, we're hyper aware of the loss because we have not yet been alive to experience what's possible. With my current coach, I paid more with her than I've paid for pretty much any, anything ever for the least amount of time too. Like I've paid uh, one of my teachers $10,000 to work with him for a year. But this, who I'm paying my coach is more than that and it's way less time. It's like a, it's, it's like a quarter of that time and it's more than that amount. But I know by now that it's not about the time you spend with someone because it's not time we're paying for. 60 minutes, a year, it's not that that we're paying for. We're paying for impact. And impact can happen within one 60-minute session. I know coaches that cost about $5,000 for one 60-minute session. And they require that person to fly out to see them. I, I know a coach who will have, who's mandatory if you want to work with him, that you must fly out every month for one of the sessions to go see them. There's tons of different ways to run your coaching business and requirements. And the impact is what people are paying for. Because you can have something shift within your body and your mindset in one 60-minute session that can change the rest of your coaching career or the rest of your acting career or the rest of your life if you're not trying to build a business but maybe you want to have a relationship or you want to be more feminine embodied or you want to be more masculine embodied. You want to heal your childhood wounds. That can happen within one 60-minute session. And often whenever you're about to sign up to work with a coach, you're hyper aware of the loss, spending the money because you don't know what yet is possible and what yet is about to occur because of that. So right now, if you're considering working with, a, working with a coach, if you're considering making an investment and you're hyper aware of the amount of money you're about to spend, it's okay. It's okay because you're not yet alive to know what's possible. But remember, money is like germs. It will wash off and it will come back. And I feel very confident in telling you that When you're signing up to work with a coach or you're signing up to make an investment, something big, it compiles like a snowball and it will lead to the next thing. Maybe it will lead to you announcing your retreat dates or it will lead to you inviting someone into a powerful conversation with you where you will coach them and they will hire you for the next six months and then they'll refer a friend And that friend will want to work with you for a year and you'll have doubled your rates by then. And it just keeps going and going. So I'm going to give you a couple book recommendations from here. 
Number one, I'm going to tell you to get the book, You Are a Badass at Making Money. Get the book and do all the assignments, do all the exercises. And if you want to follow up with me about it because you're feeling inspired, email me. Let me know. What are your takeaways from it? What did you gain? What are you learning? If you want to go deeper into this work, email me. Let me know. And email me letting me know what are you struggling with? What are you creating? Where do you feel blocked? What do you want to see come to fruition? Let's get a conversation started. Another book you can look into is um, Time Warrior by Steve Chandler if you feel you struggle with time because that's something that a lot of people struggle with whenever they are trying to build a business going all the way back to what I was sharing earlier about me working in a nine to five then also going home and working on my podcast and my course. Not everyone has that energetic storage. I don't think I would now as a 28 year old. I don't think I have the same energetic storage to do both, but I did then. So sometimes it comes down to prioritizing your time. I've recently started doing something called calendar blocking, where basically my entire day is blocked out. And about a month ago, that would have felt icky and restrictive. But since I started working with my coach and she has told me with an unbiased perspective that it's not serving me to have my day be so flow and feminine. She's got me in this structure and it's, it's serving me powerfully. It really is. It's serving me greatly. So that's another thing, one of those small things that when you work with a coach, they tell you what you need to be doing that you can't see. Because in my mindset, I was thinking, well, I like this flow. I like it. It's nice. But the flow wasn't serving me. And because she said, Madeline, this is not serving you. Let's get your days blocked out. Let's get a lot of organization and structure because that's going to allow more flow. And I know this, I teach this, but yet with my own life, it's hard for me to see it. And coaches can serve us because they see these unbiased ways that we are not being served. And because of this new structure, I've made more money. I've managed my time better. My workouts have been more effective They've been shorter or they've been more relaxing because I have the calendar and the time to know how long I'm, I'm, uh, I'm doing something, I'm doing an activity for. So I can relax further in my scheduled nap time knowing that I have my alarm going off at a particular time and I know exactly what's following right after rather than the unstructured, is this going to go on forever kinds of activities, which we all have. And this this is this is for another podcast episode when we go deeper into the feminine masculine because the masculine structure really helps us go deeper into our feminine. And because I paid that amount of money, I'm listening to her. That's the that's such the beautiful thing about investing in courses and coaching and training is that we just take things more seriously. If she had told me for free, hey Madeline, calendar block, create more structure, I might be like, eh. But if I pay over 10 grand to get that piece of advice, you better believe I'm going to be like, yep, doing it. And then when I do it and I fully sink into it and listen to it, that's when the benefits flow in. That's when I can take a step back, look at this shift that I just did and say, oh, okay. Having these three set days for taking coaching calls has allowed me to fill the days up more because I know now that I know that you know Tuesday Wednesday and Thursday are my coaching days it's so easy for me to just email people immediately and say all right you want a coaching session pick one of these days because even not knowing what days I'm coaching can make part of my brain go 
oh, it's going to be annoying to look at my calendar and what day am I going to do coaching? Because it's really any day and there's so many options. Like that right there causes hesitation, which your person on the other end who wants your coaching, they can feel that. They can feel the resistance. They can feel the confusion, the unclarity. So being a coach, you want to have as much clarity as possible. And that's what coaching does for you. And again, I want to come back to maybe you don't want to be a coach. Maybe you don't want to have an online business, but you want to write a book. You want to be an actor. You want to be a speaker. You want to have a relationship. Well, what days are your dating days? What days do you set aside time for for sacred bumbling? How are you dating yourself? Are you taking yourself out on nice dinners? Are you dressing yourself up? Are you treating yourself like you want your person to treat you? Are you in your feminine if you want to be attracting a masculine person? This, these are the kinds of things that other people can see that you might not be able to see. And sometimes investing money is the exact key ingredient that gets you to take it seriously. And if none of this serves you, that's okay too. That's okay too. That's fine. Sometimes we need this kind of insight and help and sometimes we don't. And there's no, never a problem with not. I'm just someone who will forever have a teacher in my life, forever. I've had, I've mentioned them several times, but I've had two teachers I've worked with for the past two years. I've had other teachers and healers and coaches throughout that time too. I've had therapists, counselors. I've had, I have an entire accumulation of people I go to when I need help. I have a huge team and I have about two people that are in the top of the top, the people I go to first, the ones I trust the most. And then every year or every couple years, I change up who those top people are. In 2020, my two top teachers will be different from my two top teachers from the past couple years. And, and one of those spots is yet to be discovered. I have one teacher that I'm going to be working with. And the other one, I'm just curious, who is that going to be? Is it going to be an acting teacher? Because that's the direction I've been headed into. Is it going to be business? Is it going to be marketing? Is it going to be... Um, I don't know, feminine, masculine, we'll see, but they, I will always have an investment happening in my life. I will always be investing in my self-care, my growth and coaching forever. A coach without a coach is like a doctor that won't go to the doctor. It really is. So if you're a coach or you want to be a coach and you don't have a coach, why would someone else hire you to work with you if you don't even believe in what you're doing? It's very important to look at. So books I recommend, You Are a Badass at Making Money, Time Warrior, Big Magic, and there are a few more books that I will be happy to recommend if you and I are in our own one-on-one conversation. So if any of this is resonating with you and you do want to take that step and you're interested in doing it with me, email me. That's all. Hello at MaddieMoon.com. And if you're not interested in doing it with me, just do it with someone. Find the person that you have been feeling the most inspired by, whose podcast you listen to the most often, whose Instagram stories and posts you read, who gives you homework that you actually follow through on, who can help light the fire underneath your butt and speak the language that you speak that can help you in multiple avenues. That's also something I find pretty important. You can go to them for business and you can also go to them for life. You can go to them for dating, the feminine, masculine. You can also go to them for health. Who's that person for you? Reach out. 
and make this investment in you. Doesn't have to be ginormous. Doesn't have to be uh, something that puts you in a, a state of serious scarcity, but something that does get you out of your comfort zone. Because if, if it's within your comfort zone, it might be like, eh, I can do this or not. It's a gift if you're investing outside of your comfort zone because that's why it makes you take your dreams more seriously. That's the key ingredient to going from, eh, I could read that book and follow through on the assignment and I will definitely read this book and follow through on this assignment. Are you kidding me? I just paid more than I'm comfortable with, so I'm going to make it happen. Remember, if you're doing something that's a big leap and you're focusing on the loss, that's normal because you have not yet been alive for what's possible. But stay in that land of possibility. Focus on what it is you do want to create. What are you dreaming of? Stay in that space. Do Read these books. Do the exercises in the books. Work with people and start getting really comfortable with investing in yourself. It gets easier, I promise. <laughs> much, much, much easier. And then it starts extending to, yeah, I'll, I'll get myself a nice mani-pedi once a week or a massage or rolfing. And yeah, I'll buy myself a nice coat that's going to keep me warm because I would prefer to be warm and invest in warm nights when I'm walking through the city. And you start seeing everything as an investment in some way. I've mentioned this on my Instagram a few times, but I just invested in like a $600 vacuum. And to me, I mean, I've just never thought about spending much more than like a hundred bucks on cleaning equipment. And a lot of people apparently do this. Maybe I just wasn't raised with cleaning equipment being the cream of the crop. But to me, spending a lot on on a on cleaning equipment was just not a thing that I thought a lot of people did. Apparently, a lot of you do because I have a lot of OCD clean neat freaks on my list and following my podcast. But I made an investment in this way because a clean house to me is a clean mental space. When my house is dog hair free, I can be fully present in my work. It's important to me. So buying a vacuum to me was a way that I was actually investing in my business. Buying a nice thousand dollar coat is a way that I'm actually investing in going out and doing things in the winter rather than staying inside all the time. It doesn't have to be thousand. I've just picked a random number. That doesn't mean I've done that, but just a random number. Pick any amount of anything when you spend an amount that's larger than what you might normally do because you're investing in something that's important to you, look at all the reasons why that investment is deeper than that physical item. It's not the 60 minutes you get in a session with a coach. It's all the stuff that comes from the 60 minutes, the mindset shift, the finally getting your dates out for that retreat you want to host, finally emailing the book publishers or book agents that you, you've had on that list for, for, for so long, or finally you put down money in a coach and they get you to start auditioning five times a week for different short films. And because you invest that money, you're finally going to do it. Look at those things, the gifts that are underneath that financial exchange and how the gift keeps on giving, Right. How does the gift keep on giving with that investment? That's a great way to think about it. All right. So you have your invitation to reach out to me if you are curious. You have some books that you can look into if you want to go deeper into this. And you have the universe on your side, whatever it is you decide. If now's not the right time to invest in that course you've had your eyes on or that retreat, let it sit in your sphere, 
in your space. Let it sit. Let it marinate and see what comes to you. All right, that's it for today. Hope you enjoyed this episode. I've got a few more episodes like this on the way. If you have any questions or any topics you really want me to cover in the realm of coaching, building a business, going after your dreams, investing, let me know. I would love to talk about this more. It's something that's very important to me. I've been doing it for years. And any way that I can serve more in this arena, uh, I would love to because if anything's served me the most in my life, it has been the power of investing and taking these financial leaps in my dreams. Y'all have a great rest of your day. Like I said at the beginning of this podcast, if you'd like to leave a review, that'd be so lovely or send to a friend. And I'll see you next Wednesday for another episode. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.